everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight, Twilight face. face. <laughs> wow. Way to ring in the new year with a terrible intro together, Happy ladies. Happy 2022, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, guys, uh, I feel like I haven't seen you in, I don't know, a whole year. It's been it's been a minute. I had a great break. Um, oh, listeners, I hope that you had a safe and healthy break and that if you or your loved ones have COVID, that you recover very quickly. Uh, we have several family members with COVID, and I think yep. they're all going to be fine. They better be. Because if they're not, <laughs> I'm going to throw a temper podcast tantrum. Podcast will be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if my mom dies of COVID, the podcast is absolutely over. <laughs> on a really great note (laughs) not not because you know just because i wouldn't be doing anything anymore no yeah you know no beef against the podcast just i would not be doing any activities probably for like six months i think we should stop talking about it yeah uh what other happy things do we have to report Happy I don't know. Maybe we'll just cut that out. Keep it easy. <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep it I'm leaving it in. I, I'm keep editing. it light. I'm keep editing this week. And we're not going to keep it light. We're going to keep it real. Ooh, 2022. Twilight Face keeps it real. Ooh. Well, well we're listeners. actually on our, on our game today. I, wasn't, I didn't realize. Wow. Let's see. My break. Um, my dog died, Aww. and everyone in my family got COVID. Um, keep it real. <laughs> Keeping it real. Um, I well, read I have a book I liked. Oh, what book did what you book? read that you liked? I read *The Wife Upstairs* by Rachel Hawkins. It's a retelling of Jane Eyre, and I don't like Jane Eyre, but I really liked this book. I've heard good things about I it. I do like Jane Eyre, even though it's weird and problematic, and so I would probably like that. <laughs> My good news is that I bought some tiny crystals. <gasps> do you have them with with you? No, they're in the other room. I bought a Damn. fossilized sand dollar. <laughs> Shit. Bought a teeny, teeny, tiny garnet, which is really cute. My sister Love. got one, too. I got a Shiva Lingam. Which is like Ooh, a what river is that? Stone. It's a river stone. It's two toned from India. Ooh. If I just it. Google how it sounds, will I find it? Yes. <laughs> yes, you will. Melissa, good news. Um, uh, my time in Ohio is done, and I <laughs> great news back to New York City. <laughs> great. Happy to be here. Thank None of us you. got trapped anywhere. Great news. Oh, it's supposed to snow tonight. It's It's supposed supposed to snow snow a lot. Maybe I should go outside and put the snow thing on my car. (gasps) That's right. You have a car. I have a car. (laughs) It's so fun. I love having a car. It's about things I haven't worried about in like a decade. I mean, we're not going anywhere, so maybe it doesn't matter, but I feel like we have the thing. This is the the opportunity. This is the thing that it's used for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to... I'm ready to get started. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do some this. listener letters. Yes, we do. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I hit the screen like 10 times before yeah, you the did. We heard it. 
<laughs> I'm leaving it in. <laughs> okay, we have an amazing email from our pal Andrea, our pal Andrea and Melissa's neighbor. <laughs> hey, Andrea. <laughs> and Andrea said many, many smart, amazing things. But I'm going to skip to one of the final smart, amazing things that she said. Uh, she's talking about the relationship between Jess and Bella and how Bella is, how Bella at sucks. her core, a judgmental person. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I think we readers are supposed to despise Jess for her mundane and oh-so-typical adolescent travails next to Bella's mm-hmm. life or death concerns, but... Let's be real. Bella would be a bitch to Jess whether she got involved in supernatural elements or not. Now, we know that this is true true. because Bella was super judgy about Jess before she knew about the vampire stuff. (laughs) Before there was any supernatural shit. Yeah. Bella is Meyer's ideal. Loyal, quiet, and shy. She's a good Mormon girl waiting for the higher power of Edward and the Cullens' devout approach to immortality. Jess is just so human and grasping and real. I love your use of the word grasping. Grasping. that's good writing andrea good writing um she's modern and messy and for that worthy of bella's barely concealed scorn she's the girl who transferred from byu to nyu just got a studio in bedside and went to pratt where she discovered the solution to deindustrializing industrialized housing she lives in a loft with a ton of well cared for plants and a very easygoing cat she dates men and women and hopes to redesign the barclay center into something that doesn't look like a rusty clamshell I don't know that wow. I see all of that for Jess, but I do really I want enjoy. It for her. Yeah, I want it for her. I want it for okay. her. Here's a question. Answer. This is all true of Jessica. We are all Jessica. Why We're did we buy Jessica. in with Bella to hating Jessica when we because knew we that we were Jessica? I think it's because we contain multitudes and we are <laughs> Jess, but we are also Bella. We are all both Jess and Bella. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. There are, there's a Jess and a Bella inside of you. The one who wins. It's the one who wins. Right, who wins out. <laughs> I support um, all your inner Jesses, by the way. An email from Sabine. Hi, Sabine. Sabine. Sabine said some really nice things about the pod, but I'm not going to read the... You know what? I will read those things. I want want a nice thing, please. (laughs) I was going to... Well, I was hesitating because I was like, do the listeners really want to know just like a nice thing that somebody else I want to fucking podcast, know. but then it's I was my like, podcast. Melissa's not going to check the email, <laughs> so I will go ahead and read it. Um, you guys have brought me so much joy these last couple of months and were like a beam of light in Bella's depression season. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so nice. Wow. I love listening to all your intelligent takes on physics, infinity, and beyond, but especially <laughs> vampire sperm. Our intelligent oh, takes on we, physics. We don't have very many intelligent takes. We, I, we really don't. I was not planning on saying this on the pod, but it did occur to me earlier. So I guess I'm saying it because now it's coming out of my mouth. I had a thought about vampire sperm. Yeah. <laughs> Unprompted? Unprompted. Unprompted vampire sperm. Fully out of nowhere. I love it. <laughs> As if it was gifted to me, you know, by the Lord. Um, <laughs> Divine inspiration. Do you oh think God. that it would kill a plant? Vampire sperm? <laughs> yeah, like if it like like hit the soil. Do you it think the plant my my instincts say yes? <laughs> yes, of course it would. It hijacks cells, and I think that it would. It obvious like plant cells are different, but they're still cells. 
And so I think that it would hijack the cells in such a like weird and like are we like catastrophic way that that, like vampire sperm is like acidic. No, no, I don't think. Well, I mean, it could be, but that's not why I think it would kill the plant. I just explained to you the mechanism by which it would kill the plant. You didn't listen. (laughs) Oh, I listened. I, I definitely was imagining it as a city. As, as. Uh, I mean, okay, when how I many bodily questions. liquids are acidic? A lot of them, maybe. Stomach acid. Stomach acid. There's one of them Stomach that has acid, acid better be acidic. If it's not, that makes no sense. That's a misnomer, then. I'm, I'm already doubting myself. Somebody write in and tell us if human bodily liquids are mostly acidic or not. Well, or mostly acidic? I don't know about most of them. I don't know that it applies because he's not human anymore. True. I mean, he's not supposed to have any bodily He's human adjacent, though. (laughs) He's just supposed to have venom. I don't know why, but I just feel like it would kill the plant. I I don't have a mechanism, but I think it would. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I think that Stephanie would think it would kill the plant. Okay, but what do you Listeners, write in. (laughs) Let us know. (laughs) What do you think, Um, Melissa? I think that I don't know enough about. No, no I reject uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's not geez. how this pod works. That's not how this podcast works. <laughs> okay, I think it's acidic and it would burn through anything it touches. Unanimous. <laughs> the answer to your question, Maya, is yes, it would kill the plant. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Write that in my research notebook. <laughs> anyway, Sabine says, P.S. When you're talking about eating chicken bones, Melissa, <laughs> we're never getting away from it because never. every time there's a comment about it, I'm like, I don't even know how it fucking came up. Oh, me neither. I don't remember. Are you eating small bones like ribs and vertebrae, or is there extensive cooking of the bones involved in order to make them softer? There is and no extra cooking. No, no extra. This cooking. is Olivia, and I'm answering for <laughs> Melissa because I saw it happen once. There's, they're regular ones. There's no yeah, extra cooking, regular, there's no extra bones. treatment, there's no like, oh, I'm going to cook myself some bones. No, you just it's like, chew your bones. There's chicken wings, like serve you. Like a regular chicken bone eater. If it you was it. a rotisserie chicken, mm-hmm. and it's not like a chicken wing, but just like a different piece of bone, would you huh. eat that? You can eat any bone. Okay. Yes. Um, And I want to mention that the <laughs> Gmail suggested responses sounds yummy (laughs) (laughs) it does sound yummy (laughs) wow i'm glad that that is your experience of it um there's one more that i really want to do today and we'll save the other for the next time cj (laughs) cj comes in clutch with some info yeah cj does but this time cj came in clutch with some creativity okay subject line is newborn vampires should look like giant bloated ticks and the bulk (laughs) of the email is about the fact that like how do they take in that much blood it doesn't make sense that's a great question we discussed this we did Did yes are you sure but then at the end cj goes also i don't know how much you guys know about pokemon but just for fun, I made teams for Bella, Edward, Jacob, and Alice based more on their their aesthetic than what they would actually use. Let me know if you want to see ones for the other characters. CJ, yes? Please. Of course we want to see those. They can't send that to me, Maya. Are they attached? 
They're attached. Um, your team, Bella. Um, Bella's Pokemon choices are largely round, like Eevee, cute, maybe, and like very. Could be a lot of normal types, is what I would pick. Wooloo is in there. Wooloo is a normal type. She, right? she literally has Eevee. I said Eevee. <laughs> Wooloo, Spinda, Minchino. I don't know how to say the ones that aren't. You know. Like, first or second gen. Eevee, Slowpoke, and Cosmog. (laughs) Slowpoke! I so see this for Bella. Like, these are just, like, round, cuddly friends. I Um, can't believe that both me and CJ were like, Bella Swan, Eevee. (laughs) Did I tell you about the shiny Eevee I caught? No. I caught a shiny Eevee, and then, like... In In the new Pearl, and... No, no. Um, the one... Sword and Shield. I played Shield. Okay. I caught a shiny Eevee in shield and like an idiot, <laughs> I evolved it and I forget what I evolved it to, but it's evolved form in oh, shiny. shiny. Was, oh. No, it was still shiny, but okay, it was so it. ugly. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe what I've done. I took this adorable, rare, you have shiny to look Eevee. them up ahead of time. Yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> that was a little dumb Obviously. dumb I know! (laughs) Edward's team. Um, Hilariously, the first one is a Persian, which, listeners, if you're not into Pokemon, it's like a big cat that kind of looks like a mountain lion. It's a big cat. That's so funny. Ninjask, Pyroar, Drizzle, Noivern, and Duskmane, Necrozma. Um, These are some kind of like pointier ones. They all look like. I mean, he's definitely going to have the psychic type, you know, for the mind reading shit. True. Smart. Jacob. Lycan Arcanine. Arcanine. (laughs) Melissa's so good at this. (laughs) Lucario, Statland, Phalanx, and Zamazenta. And these are like little, kind of like little doggy buddies. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like strong proud fighting doggy buddies um just like really great choices i'm really impressing myself actually great work and then alice do you want to make any predictions for alice um yes but i don't remember the name of it it's gonna be really tall and green and white and curlia (laughs) (laughs) melissa's so good at this game Wow. Gother Rita, which is like, it looks like Curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like black goth. goth. Yes. Espeon. We support goth Alice. Yes, we do. Rimbo B, Absol, and Zubat. Absol, aww, Zubat! (laughs) Listeners, a lot of these are like, like, they have sort of like a, a, I don't, glamorous isn't quite the right word. Elegant? Yeah, an elegant vibe. But also like psychic. Too, yeah. CJ, wow, I loved this. Work. Thank you so great. much. Love it. All right. It's very, very Melissa emails. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get we to were the good nitty-gritty. emails. Back to what you're saying. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Oh, Maya spilled water on herself so bad. Like, <laughs> unprompted. Unprompted. She was just sitting. And she was drinking, and then suddenly Is she it spilled. like that scene in Harry Potter Goblet of Fire oh, movie man. where uh, where <laughs> Harry sees Cho Chang? And, and spits water on the No, 
It's not because that was prompted by seeing Cho Chang and Maya was just drinking. Just drinking water. Just chilling. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change the sheets. <laughs> It'll dry oh, by the time we're done. I, you guys, it was a lot of water. <laughs> I'm not gonna change the whole sheet right now, but I am. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I'm gonna oh, stick a towel under the sheet to keep it from um, getting oh, the foam through. wet of the mattress topper. Oh man! <laughs> what a comedy of errors today. Oh man, the foam feels really wet. <laughs> <laughs> See, what happened is Melissa oh, was like, was You were doing the good emails, and I was shaking <laughs> my head. No, just because it's about you doesn't mean it's one of the best, even though these were really good emails. They were really good emails. Um, and Olivia said that they were very Melissa it. emails. I yeah, well, and then you were good. like, Yeah, you mean emails. the good ones? Yeah. All right, we all understand what happened. <laughs> no, Let's I get moving, my, people. I gotta take my leggings off. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't work like this. <laughs> I'm very sure tempted to leave every second of this in. Oh, you you have to leave some of that in there. <laughs> okay. Let's go. What okay. happened in this chapter? Whose turn is it? It's not it's, me. I did last time. I don't think it's me either. Oh, it's me. Okay. Chapter 19. Selfish. Uh, if you're catching you back up since we've been on break. Oh, yeah. What they the were up really late last night fighting in the clearing to practice so now edward brings her home and uh she has been asleep all day she wakes up in like the late afternoon eats some pop tarts <laughs> they have a long conversation about the jacob black charm bracelet which she has just mm -hmm, received mm -hmm. um edward gets really butthurt that she is mad when he gives her presents and other people can give her presents um so he promises some kind of hand me down to her and then she gets some lowdown about the pack that she didn't know because edward was reading their minds um so she finds out about jacob being second in command and everybody having to listen to what he says Beta? he finds out about leah being a werewolf she did not know so she learns that edward talks about like how they all think about each other and how leah like creates just as much stress for the other people as they do for her and Bella crusades to be allowed in the fight. So she gives Edward an ultimatum that either they can both not be at the fight or they can both be at the fight, but they must be in the same place. And he's like, well, obviously you're not coming to the fight, so I will sit out. And she feels kind of guilty about making him make this decision, but not guilty enough to not do it. Which is then... a feeling I identify with. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then they go back to the clearing for the next evening, and uh, she, like, talks to Jacob while he's a wolf. I feel like I'm missing something. Um, Charlie and Alice love each other so much. Um, yeah, we finally see them interact. Um, Alice orchestrates Bella being able to leave and stay at their house during the battle, which is going to be very soon. It's, like, suddenly happening. Yeah, they planned it for the weekend, right? It's like a shindig. Yeah, the whole shindig. <laughs> They're ready for the shindig. And that's it. That's all I got. You know what? I'm going to give you a seven and a half. It was really accurate. Um, but 
you know, perhaps it lacked some flair, but it was no definitely zazz. really solid, I, yeah. serviceable I feel like recap. This chapter didn't have that much zazz. It didn't have a lot of pizzazz to begin yeah, with. Yeah, there wasn't a ton no. of zazz. Um, but you know, artistic license, you could have added some pizzazz. You know what? We're like, it. we're uh, we're easing into the new year, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have time for pizzazz. So Bella wakes up in the afternoon in her bed at home, and it sounds luxurious. <laughs> she has slept the day away. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um, she gets up and eats some pop tarts. Some pop tarts. I was um, like, notably, the she's life. someone yes. who toasts her pop tarts. She toasts her pop tarts, which I've never done. Neither have I. <laughs> I always went with the toaster oven pop tarts. What? That's even longer. Oh. No, I just I just ate them right out of the bag, and I, I also remember... ate them raw, if you will. Raw, <laughs> raw pop tarts. I can't say it past tense because I'm an active pop tart eater. <laughs> Not during the Kellogg strike. Not then, but yeah. we can eat pop tarts again. Okay, and then I felt like um, Edward was like being kind of okay about this whole gift situation. Like he was annoyed that. Not that Jacob gave her a gift, but that she accepted the gift. Right, so easily with no complaints. Although she, he also acknowledges that it's like, well, you only did it because you don't want to hurt his feelings. Right. And he's like, why can't I give you gifts? Yeah, he's like, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah, you're hurting my feelings <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> She's like, that's not the same. I was really with him up until the point that he said, don't you think it's fair then if I have a little representation? Because Jacob is literally represented on the bracelet by a little wolf. And I was like, "This, you're getting it twisted here, Edward. Like, if what you want is to be able to give her presents, that's different different. from wearing a charm that will remind her of you. Those are separate. Wearing, like, some sort of claim. True. Yeah. And... I felt like he was being, I guess aside from that, he was like being pretty like normal and sweet about this. And then she has this like weirdly red flaggy comment, mm-hmm. which is if this was the only reaction to Jacob's gift, I would take it gladly. Whatever makes you happy. And it's like, he's not actually like being that threatening or weird about this. No. I mean, I think maybe she expected him to be. Right. Which is not good. I will say, as someone who has seen their partner be gifted a weirdly romantic handmade gift from yeah. a friend, <laughs> um, this is, I think, a pretty, like, measured fair response. Like, you don't gotta like, and you know what? I think my response was also very measured and fair. Um, I don't want that to come off like I, like, flipped out. I played it cool. Um, but it's that like, cool. yeah. He acknowledges that he doesn't have to like it, but it is what it is, and he's living with it. And he's like, he finds the workaround. He's like, okay, but if I give you something that's a hand-me-down, that is not, like, financially expensive or anything, can I give you that? And she's like, I guess so. This sounds like a trick. He's being very reasonable. In talking about gifts, she's like, you know I like the handmade kind. Like, she's like a parent. (laughs) Just make me something. I don't need anything. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, I don't know, Bella uh, just, like, s- decides that she thinks that they should listen to Jasper, who suggested she be used as bait. 
This yeah. doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, Alice calls Edward and is like, apparently, like, FYI, your girlfriend is planning this. And Edward so is let's walk through surprised. It. In the clearing the night before, Alice was like, Bella, I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Cut it out. And if you don't, I'm going to tell right. Edward. Bella goes to bed and dreams about it. And then Alice is like, got to make the call. I don't think a decision she makes while dreaming no, should be held fair. against her. No. Like, Great that's fair. not act, That's not fair. I mean, honestly, though, she hasn't really given any indication that she's not no longer thinking about you know she it's very clear throughout all of this that she wants to be there and she's gonna do something to be there like alice's warning didn't really do anything no she does make a great yeah, point fair. that alice can only see the versions of her trying to help where she doesn't get help from any wolves and so alice can only see the versions that go very poorly <laughs> <laughs> but she might have a better chance. Some confirmation See, that was, bias. That was confusing for me. That was confusing for me because don't the werewolves' decisions also have to factor in whether or not they're present in Bella's decision? I don't know. I think any time that we examine it too much, <laughs> as okay, in okay. almost at all, it kind okay. of breaks down. Okay, imagine all of Bella's options. Some Okay, like 70% uh -huh. of them involve a wolf at some point. None of those show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, whether it's her decision to go to right. the wolves or whether it's a wolf's decision to come to her, which, in a way, means that she can see their decisions. <laughs> because if it disappears, it means there's a but wolf isn't... involved. <laughs> but, like, they already can't see anything because she says Alice didn't factor in Seth Clearwater. Like, Seth Clearwater is already yeah, part like, of the plan. What I get from Mel what Melissa was saying was, even before Bella is alone in the wolf, she's got to get away from Seth somehow. And so he's in that story. Right. In order to see anything anyway. Well, right. Like, at some point, right. Alice is Whatever. like, well, of course it all just disappeared. And I think that we have to just accept that she was exaggerating. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. the, like, boundaries of how involved a wolf has to be are obviously completely unclear and don't make any sense. I mean, obviously. I kind of like to believe right. that it's not that we need to accept that Alice was exaggerating. I kind of am, I think, choosing to believe that how Alice's powers work are, it's not like an exact science. Like, it can shift and change with time. Maybe right. one day she will be able to see the wolves. Mm. Like, it's yeah, amorphous. Like, okay. they don't really understand it. They just, you know, think they know how it works. I mean, that's definitely true. They don't know how anything works. I noted here, which maybe we've talked about before, how random it is that Alice, Alice's gift cannot interact with the wolves and Edward's gift is completely unaffected by it. Because then, then yeah. we get into all this stuff that yeah. Edward could tell from listening to the pack's minds it's like kind of random like what like if the thing is is that you know it's kind of like a werewolf immunity why doesn't that apply yeah. plot to edward <laughs> plot reason because somebody <laughs> has to translate for the wolves out loud it is really fun like watching edward get excited about reading the pack mind he's like they're all thinking individually but yeah. also together and it's like a soap opera and there are all these connections <laughs> it's like really fun 
Yeah, we do get some like pack drama, including obviously Leah, which is big news to Bella. I have an anecdote. So listeners, um, <laughs> here's the conversation between Edward and Bella. He says they always accepted without question that it was only the direct grandsons of the original wolf who had the power to transform. So someone changed who wasn't a direct descendant? No, she's a direct descendant, all right. She? Her name is Leah Clearwater. Leah's a werewolf! Now here is my anecdote. Um, and the person who is the star of this story is now engaged. So I'm. it's fine to tell the story. Um Years ago, I was at camp in something called Center Campus, which is like a big field with a lot of stuff around it. I was sitting in a golf cart with my friend AJ. Normally, you don't get cell service at camp, but you kind of can't down there. So I got a call from my best friend and she goes, Carter's gay. That's her little brother. He had like just come out to her. And I go, Carter's gay? And then AJ goes, Carter's gay? And she goes, yeah, don't tell anyone. And I was like, um, I just told AJ and I think AJ just told the entire valley. And she was like, yeah, it's probably fine. Whatever. And that's my anecdote. Carter is now engaged to a guy who seems really nice. His name is John. Well, good thing nobody's around when she starts yelling about Leah. Oh, and then we find out about, like, yeah. some suspect parentage. Ooh. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> some illegitimacy here? I love I it. I want Leah to be Jacob's sister. So the options are. You? Okay. It's like, okay. It's Embry. Wait, no, so, it's Embry. Oh, Embry is the one. Just Embry's mother is Macaw, and so... They realize that he must have some connection with the Quileu tribe, which he never knew that he did. He thought right, that because he, he... his father was also Macaw. Right. Okay, I don't know about this um, right. mathematics where the prime candidates are only three people that we already know. <laughs> I know. I know, I was like, I thought, I like aren't there, there more people more? here? I... Well, Maybe well, they think that they know who the descendants... Descendant. Okay, but it was a fuck long time ago. Wasn't it? It would be like most right. of them. So like direct descendant. But is maybe just a you descendant. can tell who a yeah. direct descendant is yeah, because their kids are turning shit. into a werewolf. Well, sure. <laughs> Easiest to tell if one of their kids is definitely a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, and so you're like, all right, which, right. which like men of I guess they had a, right. the right age. They had the check in the first time the Cullens came to see who turned into a wolf. And it wasn't that many because they said the tribe, the the pack is like super big this time. And so. they do say prime candidates instead of only Might candidates. Not be all of them. Okay, so it's either um, Quill's dad, Sam's dad, or Billy. Whose brother do you want him to be? Drama. I had combined these stories in my mind, um, <laughs> and thought that it was Leah with the unclear parentage, and I was like, I want her to be Jacob's sister because I don't want her to be Sam's sister. Yeah. Because well, they yeah. dated. Um, but those are separate stories separate that I combined. Um, so my bad, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I really thought about. Yeah, who they I don't even mention actually related to Ben Harry because Harry was question. too good of a guy, and you cannot speak ill of the dead. Too good of a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's dead. Um, I was like, ooh, twenty three and me is gonna do a number on you guys because you're just gonna find out. Like, yeah, but they can't do it because they'll be like, um, you have too many chromosomes? Well, who the fuck are you? I was Come wondering, in. I was like, but when they, 
like would it show up or you know it's magic so don't test for it (laughs) exactly oh yeah and they talk about how leah's been maybe a a a bit of a lot to handle in the past she's the one who keeps wondering Um, about embry and bringing it all up to everybody else mentally right and uh, understandably you know it's kind of hard because she was previously in a relationship with sam and then sam broke up with her because he imprinted on someone her cousin and now they can all hear each other's thoughts sounds horrible i would read a book from her perspective but like this is horrible yeah. Also, they were like, yeah, Leah's being really, like, malicious in how she's doing this. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I know. <laughs> I don't care. She's the only girl, only girl. in a pack of stupid boy werewolves. She has to boy. hang out with her ex-boyfriend making freaking moony werewolf eyes at her cousin all the time. And her now, dad died. And her dad, and her dad died. died. And she has this, like supernatural response who said that she wants to be in a feud with vampires who said she wanted any of this so i don't care yeah i wrote team leah too i was like i don't care (laughs) i don't care she gets to act out i don't care i mean that's kind of bella's perspective too uh she is pretty sympathetic to she's very sympathetic to leah and then she makes the decision that she doesn't want edward to go fight and yeah, she feels she guilty about it. Does it in a pretty manipulative way, though, too. Yeah, she definitely, like, leads him down this road of, like, well, if it's, are you sure it's going to be easy? Like, if I can't be there, then that means it's going to be hard. And he's like, well, no, it's going to be really easy. You don't have to be scared. And she's like, I don't have to be scared at all because everybody's going to be fine. And he's like, yeah, definitely. And so there's like, you definitely don't need me there. And he's like, no, it's all going to be super easy and chill. And so she's like, well, you even said that maybe somebody could sit out, right? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And she goes, it felt too simple. He had to see it coming. So easy that you could sit out. Uh, I mean, but she also prefaces this with she, like, tries to get Edward to feel, like, super guilty um, by saying that, you know, I've already gone crazy once. Mm-hmm. I I know oh, yeah. what my limits are, and I can't super stand it if you leave me again. Guilt trip. Girlfriend. Super guilt trip. That's, a, that's too far. She doesn't mean we that. Talk, we talk a lot about Edward being manipulative, but, but like, like Bella was... has risen to the occasion because yeah. <laughs> this was stone fucking cold. Stone cold. <laughs> she goes, I wondered if I was a monster. Not the kind that he thought he was, but the real kind. The kind that hurt people. The kind that had no limits when it came to what they wanted. What I wanted Maybe. was to keep him safe. Safe with me. Did I have a limit to what I would do? What I would sacrifice for that? I no, wasn't we sure. We already know that she's okay with other people dying. Yeah, yeah, I wrote, you absolutely do not. <laughs> like, or it has been established. If you do, if you do, the limit is past people you don't know dying. Right, right. And people you do know dying. <laughs> because she, she does believe that without Edward there, it's riskier for everyone that she knows and loves and right. the wolves. And she's, and she's like, like that's still the that's still the preferred still option. Still worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. Bella, 
she even says what would love you but this is messed up there is one paragraph where she says she says i was thinking of carlisle esme emmett rosalie jasper and dot 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 i forced myself to think the last name and alice I'm like, I thought oh, that was so weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we get it. You only care we about have, one other person in this family. We have, like, no <laughs> hard evidence that she's any closer with Alice. <laughs> like, she's told us that, I guess. But it doesn't like, feel Essentially, she true. just has, has admitted that, like, yeah, the other people Whatever. dying would, like, that would suck. But, like, it wouldn't be nearly as hard as if Alice died. <laughs> At one point, she says... It's one way or the other. Either there's more danger than you want me to know about, in which case it would be right for me to be there to do what I can to help, or it's going to be so easy that they'll get by without you. Which way is it? This is such a manipulative yep. false choice. That yep. is a false. It, is, it doesn't have to be it's one not or either the other one of those. There's yeah. obviously a middle ground. Right. Edward right. is one of their best fighters because he has one of the most powerful skills. Right. Read Mind reading. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, he's, like, a pretty bad one to take out. Right. Yeah. Like, maybe it doesn't make that much of a difference if, like, Esme sits out. Right. (laughs) She's, like, not as bloodthirsty. She's not a trained fighter. Her power of love is not going to come in clutch (laughs) during this battle. And even though through all of this, Edward handles this very well honestly like yeah he's like just like sad and is like okay well if you're this you're giving me the ultimatum and she even says she's like you know i didn't mean it that way like you have to choose me over your family even though that's what she that's literally what Um, what it is he says i know that besides it's not what you asked you say you gave me two alternatives that you could live with and i chose the one that i could live with and i was like that's very rational of you edward i would be like fuck no I mean, this is, like, from his perspective, that's true because he trusts Bella. I think that it's not true in reality because, I mean, I don't know. I guess from the narrative, like, you sort of can't tell if she means it or not. I guess she means it. I mean, I'm sure she means it. I guess she means it. Yeah. Because she says, internally, she says, I was sorry. I hated to make him do this. Not enough that I could fake a smile and tell him to go on ahead without me. Definitely not that much. But, like, right. there's, that's also a false dichotomy. You don't have to be happy about it. Right. You don't have to put on a fake smile. You can be like, that sucks. I don't want that to be the case. But I guess the best chance for everybody to be alive is for you to be there. So I'm she not happy does, about it. She does know that she's manipulating him. In this yeah. yeah, she is very aware that she's doing it here. She talks about it with very similar language to how she talked about telling Charlie that she couldn't get stuck in Forks at the end of Twilight. Yeah. Like, it's very much the same energy. She's reaching into that same place. Which is interesting that she's equating the two. She doesn't, like, make a direct connection. It's just her language is the same. Um, And then Edward asks her a question very, like, kind of abruptly of who's the third wife? And, you know, we find out that Bella has been talking very explicitly in her sleep. <laughs> uh, and I realized I don't even remember what the third wife did. Um, she so... sacrificed herself namelessly. Oh, yeah. So that the oh, werewolves yeah. Oh, yeah. would win. Oh, yeah. That's what the third wife did. <laughs> so she's ready to do something really fucking dumb that doesn't help. Yeah. And then she talks about it in her sleep. <laughs> like a dummy. But key 
she doesn't tell Edward. She's like, oh, it's just like a story from the bonfire. Yeah. So he doesn't know yet, like, the... What that means. The meaning. It's true. Okay, Charlie comes home. Alice shows up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. Alice comes. Well, Alice shows up, Edward leaves to go talk to Jasper, and then Charlie comes home very quickly. In fact, let's talk about this. Alice says... Go clean yourself up. Charlie will be home in 15 minutes, and if you look this ragged, he's not going to want to let you out again. I was entirely presentable when Charlie got home, fully dressed, hair decent, and in the kitchen putting his dinner on the table in 15 minutes. <sighs> Gross. 15 minutes. It's just relentless. Like, I could let this go if this happened one time in these books. No. It happens all But it happens so many times. Every time that Bella eats. I wanna no, con- true. She I eats a lot of random control foods. find the word dinner his dinner see, it's always charlie's it's never it's always charlie's so dinner Ugh. it's just it never ends okay then alice performs a masterful manipulation uh-huh. of charlie uh-huh. that is right. also relentless people <laughs> trying to figure and out what unnecessary they want. I, know. I know right it's like just invite bella like, over alice door, i think could totally get away with done. just being like over yeah. i want to have a sleepover with bella is that cool like, yeah, oh, why you. even involve Charlie? Just be like, Bella, do you want to come for a sleepover? And she'd be like, Or Dad? just involve Charlie to say, hey, we're going to have a sleepover. Right. That way, the so point is that he knows that, that she's what gone. She, and what she does instead her. is start with a weird, fake, guilt trippy, like, oh, poor little me. My whole family is going out um, hiking. And I said that I didn't want to hike, and I wanted to stay home shopping. And nobody abandoned their plans to stay with me, so I'm just nobody like, all abandoned alone. our yearly family tradition <laughs> to shop with. To me. Shop. I'm like, it's like so yeah, sad. It's a, it's, I just like it's don't a bad, know. It's a bad story. Just I just don't with. know what I'm gonna do with myself. And Charlie's like, Alice, you should come stay here. Then she kicks Bella, and Bella's like, ow. <laughs> God. And then she does it again, and Bella figures it out, and she's like, but Dad, there's nowhere for Alice to sleep. <laughs> and Charlie's like, oh, well, what if Bella went to stay in near that giant house of yours with you? Wow. And Alice's like, Charlie, you're so smart. Idea. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> They both get their Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Truly awful. It's so unnecessary. (laughs) Um, But we do find out that the ploy is that Edward is staying back to, you know, be with Bella during the hike. Because now (laughs) Edward doesn't need all that mountain lion blood. Right, because they're they're actually hunting, obviously. Right, they're hunting to prepare for the fight. That Edward is now not participating. <laughs> and so they're just going to hang out in a big house all by themselves. Oh my god, she's so excited, guys. Instantly. Instantly she's excited. Like, so excited. She's no like, oh Charlie my god, listening? Charlie's not going to be there. No vampire His, like ears. weird supernatural family that can hear everything that ever happens isn't going to be there. But she says, just him and me, M-Dash, really alone. She's <laughs> like, girl... Has it never occurred to you to be like, hey, Charlie, I'm going to go have a sleepover with Alice, and then you guys, like, get a hotel room? <laughs> like, with with one of his many not. fake IDs. Yeah, he has plenty of fake IDs. Go, like, six towns over. You don't even have to go that far. You'll get there in 12 minutes. 
with his super speed. Okay, maybe you'll have like, to take a car. It'll take an hour. Whatever. How un Bella is how this? How un Mormon of that would be. Is that all right? He asked, concerned by my silence. Well, sure, except for one thing. What thing? His eyes were anxious. It was mind-boggling, but somehow he still seemed unsure of his hold on me. Maybe I needed to make myself more clear. Why didn't Alice tell Charlie you were leaving tonight? I asked. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> She's like, I want two nights alone. <laughs> God. Oh, Bella. I I really love that side of her. <laughs> it's um, it's easier to understand than the like. Yeah, so I just make a decision, um, and nothing can ever get me to change my mind. No new information ever applies. Or like, yeah, yeah, I'm 17 and three quarters. I think now is a great time to become a vampire. That stuff is like hard to identify. Oh, she like finally this chapter, she says how excited she is to not have to waste her time sleeping. That's like for once something that she's excited about. And she's thinking about something that is going to, you know, a side effect of becoming a vampire, which she literally never does. Yeah, I know. It's great. Um, They go back to the clearing. It seems like sort of unnecessary, I guess I would say. Yeah, Yeah, they do some more like fighting practice. Jasper wants to practice them taking on like unequal groups, like if they have multiple attackers at a time. And Bella, like, feels bad again, but again, not that because, bad. Because Edward has to sit out. Yeah. Right. She, like, uh, realizes that, you know, they're still outnumbered and now more outnumbered. Oh, yeah. And she does feel, she's like, oh, well, Edward was okay with this ultimatum because he truly does believe that his family is safe without him. But he doesn't really care whether the wolves are safe without him. So she does kind of, like, doubt her calculus of putting the wolves more in danger then she tries to claim that they look very like sad and breakable next to the vampires and i just don't believe it i also felt like that was an unfair thing to say about edward because as much as he does have beef with jacob more so than the rest of the wolves like he still loves her and cares about who she cares about Right. Like, he consistently has been like, well, you're going to want to be friends with Jacob again. So, like, right. if you change your mind, I'd love to fight him, but you're not <laughs> going to. Like, he he would care if a wolf died. Right. Yeah. Like, come on, Bella. I don't think we get any other new information. Jacob is in his wolf form, and she, like, sits with him and hangs out, and she's like, this is, like, the most Jake that Jake has been. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of thoughts In a long time. And I'm they, like, like yeah. cuddle. Yeah, it's like, okay, guess what? The reason why it feels like the more Jake than it has ever been is because Jake is a wolf right now, can't open his stupid mouth, and also sexually assault you. <laughs> Those are two He's really just sitting there points. silently, fluffy. Like, yeah, it's true. There you go. It's this... Wolf Jacob is closer to, like, Twilight Jacob and early New Moon Jacob because he has a much more, like, carefree kind of fun energy. Right. Which doesn't she really has... make that... I don't know that that makes that much sense, like, character-wise, because he's, like, 
in the morass of the pack mind. Right. And she also has a line that she says, odd that I should find that again here when I thought that the wolf thing was the cause of its loss. Mm. And like, no, Jacob's inability to be like a compassionate person is really what has caused (laughs) uh, your relationship to crumble. Like him kissing you when you said you didn't want him to is what caused you to be not cool. (laughs) And when he's in the body of a wolf, he's literally in the body of, like, a highly tuned killing machine. Um, Like, he's just literally more dangerous. So it is kind of funny that... But she's moved beyond all that. We have. But she has absolutely moved beyond. We will never move beyond it. Yeah, she's like, yeah, he does this, like, weird little, like, purring, rumbly thing like a cat, except gigantic and wolfy. It's cute. So cute. <laughs> um, and once again, Stephanie can end a freaking chapter. She can. She Bella is watching the fighting and she's leaning against Jacob and contemplating and she says, The killing games continued in the clearing and I stared at the hazy moon. Ooh. I was gonna pick game. that as my best sentence, but I knew that you would read it out loud anyway. Oh sorry. <laughs> Is that your best? I no, I be. picked another it one. Be somebody's because I I knew that we were gonna read it. I'll anyway. make it be my best. I'll okay, make it be mine. <laughs> What's yours, Melissa? Uh, my best is on the previous page. Also, Bella describing you know she's laying next to Jacob, and uh, she describes the clouds move slowly across the sky, dimming and brightening as thick patches crossed the moon and passed on. I was like, oh, that's very nice. She's good at description. It's a lot harder for her to offend us in description. Yeah, too. that's true. Okay, here's my best She sentence. is good at it, though. She is actually legitimately good She's at it. She's really good at that. Um, okay, mine is back when Edward has been describing um, listening to the pack thinking, and then he, like, comments about how he didn't get to, like, hear, you know, like, they had to leave. He sounded faintly regretful, like someone who'd had to put down a good book just before the climax. Um, I knew exactly what she meant. I was like, yeah. He feels like he's, you know, like peeking into somebody else's lives and he's about to get to the good part. I knew exactly what she meant. Um, My worst sentence um, is one that, I don't know, I just thought was weird and unnecessary. And, and, and it also kind of has already been read before by Maya. Uh, so Edward says, no, she's a direct descendant, all right. You know, I blinked in my eye. I blinked and my eyes widened. She? He nodded. She knows you. Her name is Leah Clearwater. I'm like, yeah, don't we all know who Leah Clearwater is? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a weird, unnecessary reintroduction to this person who I'm pretty And sure- don't we all know who Bella is? Yeah. She knows you? <laughs> like everyone knows Bella. <laughs> I was yeah, like, like he doesn't know he doesn't know who she hung out with on the like, reservation. Like he like he doesn't know. The clear who she waters, knows. I'm sure she's talked about. Like Right, they've been Harry. talking about Seth. Yeah, like they've like she she's definitely mentioned <laughs> Leah and Seth before, outside of in context of who's a werewolf. Interesting. or just like i'm sure he would have picked them up from like jacob's memories or something um my worst is when 
they're talking about how weird imprinting is. <laughs> and Edward is like, it's very nearly as strong as the way I feel about you. And oh, I was like, my God. You know what, Edward? <laughs> no, you're wrong. All that you have for Bella is like a weird, she smells really nice thing. Like, that's not a magical connection that <laughs> supersedes everything that's ever happened. Like, you just have normal vampire I, I love, love except that you had, like, yeah. a weird love at first sight thing, and also you want to eat her. Like, that's not stronger than a magical imprinting situation. I was like, look, this just isn't a fair thing to compare. Like, your love for Bella can be genuinely deep and powerful and maybe it is stronger than a wolf's imprinting you like you just like don't need to like like it's just a weird thing why do you need to say it (laughs) and it was like i was like you know okay maybe this is like a character thing where like edwards is trying to like be romantic or cute or something but it's like delivered with no i don't know there's no like aspect yeah there's not like a flirty tone right no And it's I just like, like stated. It's just like this is what he has to compare it to, and it's not as strong. I was like, Edward, you're not Jasper. You hear their thoughts. You don't feel their feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't True. know True. how strong their love is. Um, my worst is like kind of a silly one. <laughs> it's at the beginning. Edward says, "You had a long night," he said reassuringly. "You'd earned a day in bed. You do not need to earn." we all are imbued with the right to a day in bed rest is not a luxury it's you can you're allowed it whenever you want as much as you want she doesn't need to earn that wow what a great way to start 2022 (laughs) take a nap listener Does your shirt say good golly? Says Miss Molly. Good golly, Miss Dolly. Oh, Miss Dolly. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> All right, Ooh. listeners, happy 2022. Email us with questions, comments, and whether you think vampire venom would kill a plant at Twilight Face Podcast. I thought it was vampire sperm. Was it oh, not? sorry, vampire sperm. You're right. <laughs> I was thinking Venom. <gasps> uh, see? I still think it would kill the plant. <laughs> Didn't we determine that vampire sperm is just human sperm? It's stuck in I there? Mean, I mean, that's why I was really confused, but... I think it's, like, mixed in with Venom, at least. Wow. This is a more controversial um, topic than I even thought it was. Please write in. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash Podcast. And join the ranks of all of our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Aaron, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's hey, Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, and Danny. Thank you, guys. Wow, you can follow us at friends. Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Face Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please oh don't sue us. Don't do it. Audio editing by me, Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. 
listeners, as <laughs> Olivia was reading that, I was doing, like, really big reactions and, like, acting out everything. And then she said audio editing, and I got real stuck. Right, like, no, stop right now. Do not draw attention. <laughs> we'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite me. Bite me.